Hey, everybody. Father Silawan on water. That's my old pal, a monk in the Orthodox Church. In He's in Rokor on Long Island. He's a painter, kind of world famous kind of painter. He's a good dude. He's actually my godson. He's also a Puerto Rican monk in the Orthodox Church under the Russians. Figure that out. But most of all, uh, today he's a defender of modernity. Our podcast does a lot of hammering away at people like Uncle Seth, who's coming on soon, to modern nice people who I think have imbibed some bad modern medicine. Today, we'd hear from a monk who says, hey, slow down, John. There might be more to this, and we should probably give thanks. And Father Silouan is the deliverer of some good news, I think. On what up? Father Silouan, you are back. I think you're the third time on our Watar. I guess, third yeah. Time. I think so. You know, patchy, I'm wearing a patchy. hat. I like your hat. Where's that? that? I bet you that's from I'm Georgia. Georgian Republic. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Not necessarily a monk's hat, but they, 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 might, they might wear this. I actually keep, have one of those warm. in black uh, with a cross design on the top. Yeah, this one doesn't have a cross. Yeah. I've seen guys just, just sport this around... But yeah, I thought I'd wear it in homage. Yeah, it's great, man. Because you got a you got a hat friend. too, man, right here, man. I know, I see it. So, Do you guys in the monastery have to wear a hat? Um, it's the tradition to wear a hat, but it is not. Uh, you know, we we don't have a we don't police people if they don't wear it in the house. But normally for the services, yes, a scufia or a cloak depending on your rank. If you're a simple monk, uh, you know, if you haven't been um, made a Rasafor monk, which is the, the, the first stage of monasticism in the Russian tradition, because it's divided into three parts, uh, Rasafor, small schema, and schema. Um, if you're not a Rasafor, then you would have a skufia. If you're a Rasafor, you would have uh, the hard hat with the veil, cloak, they call it. Mm. So they don't give, they don't give you police powers and like an arm badge to go around nah, and nah, bust nah, people nah. with hats. Our, our abbot is hat. quite is quite uh, you know reasonable, so he doesn't he doesn't go around with a stick telling people you know, wear your hat. So. You see what I did there though? I did like I did like a Hollywood sort of an impressionistic as a young man impression impression from my youth of monks, which is not fair. Nah, but I threw nah. that at you. You want to talk right. about something more serious? Yeah, well, that's serious too. But that what that 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 image sort of like relates to our topic that I think you want to bring up, which is I know a dicey does. topic. <laughs> is uh, the wanting Guys, to <laughs> go ahead? You you, you ready? You, yeah. So let's just let's just introduce our idea. Okay, what's your idea? Well, we. I don't say we got into an argument, but we were we were working it out last time mm, over yeah. the phone. And here it is. In general, people who generally like lots of the sort of orthodox underbrush known as the interwebs, they sort of like this idea that I truck in a lot, which is there's an East and a West, there's an old and a new. And you were telling me, yeah, bro, like 
go slow, man. The West, the West might have more to say than you think. And I realized we should talk about that, but we don't have an answer. This yeah, that's prepped. the. I think that's the 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 primary thing that I, I would I would put out there as the cautionary note that uh, my 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 fear, which uh, ties into what you're saying directly, is the attempt to arrive at simplistic, too general uh, formulas of 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 dichotomies and narratives of interpretation um distinctions that we make about new world old world east and west about you know the, the evils of western civilization as compared to you know whatever it is we think is is has not perpetrated the same evils or whatever and i think the tricky thing is that there are there are critiques that are legitimate critiques, you know. Um, as as Orthodox Christians, we have specific values. You know, our primary way of of of, of assessing things should be the gospel, and so that will hopefully, by definition, bring us to some some awareness, some discernment of what what we perceive to be behavior that is not the the ideal or or behavior as that we should should be conducting as human beings and and so there's and how, a standard yeah there's, there's a, standard, a standard and then that that then the question is whether or not that standard is reflected in a culture or a civilization or whatever so but and, do you believe there is would you say there's a contour something is is there something a contour around which we'd call new world or modern or western is there such a thing in your mind yes i mean everybody i think that is in a um even okay whether you're a conservative thinker or a liberal thinker or whatever everybody acknowledges that there is such thing as modernity modernity has you know uh, come reality. about in our and it is a reality that like it it, it is it is a symptom of our recent civilizational reality, and so, so, um, how do you, Would you parse call that, that atheistic? Well, that's the, atheistic? the that's the other that's the other issue. It's like how do you? Is to me, it's like it's like you know, is the glass halfway empty or halfway full? You know what? You know what? What glasses you're looking through in order to? you know, assess the issue. What are you focusing on? And one of the things that we were discussing is that one of the things that we take for granted is that when we critique modernity, we tend to overlook the fact that uh, modernity, at least as we understand it, or as we experience it in, in, in Western civilization, is 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 indebted to Christianity. <laughs> and, and so we tend to think of it or uh, discuss it as if it is an entity on its own. And I would I would say that, you know, it arises from issues of the tensions between gospel principles and the church and its its interaction with culture. 
Mm-hmm. I was just reading. Okay. I think it's Florovsky that you know he says that there is an antinomical, like uh, there is an antinomy between church and and culture, and and in and. and and there is, given that there is an eschatological dimension to the gospel, there is a component in which it sees its engagement with history and the world and, 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 and culture as provisional or transitory, you know. And so there is, by definition, a, a critical, cautionary engagement with culture. Nevertheless, it has... Uh, Christianity has also the church has also played a major role in 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 maintaining culture and 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 transfiguring mm-hmm. aspects of Hellenism, for example, and creating uh, the the groundwork that eventually leads up to the Renaissance and then all the the domino that falls up to the present moment. So so there is is okay. both and. Okay. Um, are you? Is this a fair statement? Um, modernity is culture untempered by orthodoxy. No, because I think no. we would have I would have to say that Christian because we have to be careful with the term orthodoxy. Yeah, because like, I want to say Christianity. That's yes, right. okay, exactly. So, because okay. it's it's like we got to remember that, like you know, prior to the Great Schism, it was all one orthodox faith. And, and and then even after the schism, who, who how are we to parse out when the West when you know further and further? It's like you could say that there were different Come on, man. Let's sectors. do it. Let's do it. How there, about the there different, You how could about... say that there are different sectors within Western the Western you know uh, mm-hmm. empire you know mm-hmm. or or the mm-hmm. the the sphere of the Roman Catholic Church that like or the Roman Sea, or however you want to call it, that, 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 it, that we're still within the mindset of orthodoxy. And, and, mm-hmm. and some sectors were further away, and, and, and it wasn't as monolithic, and it wasn't as, as a dry-cut kind of like phenomenon, historically speaking. You know, but, but some, you some historians conceding. say that, like, you know, it took up to like the, the, four, the, the Fourth Crusade, for example, for there to mm-hmm. actually have like, like for for the mentalities to actually come to like a halt of like of an actual like division in in you know in psychologically you know um, but it wasn't that you know that simple anyway okay. so so that to say getting back to your initial question that there is a I would prefer to say that you cannot divorce modernity from Christianity. Okay, and when you say Christianity here, you're speaking of the those things. They're 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 connected, but they may be tattered in terms right. of theology that ekes out into culture, or and distorted, the theology is distorted. Okay, but the the pure theology. Let's just call it pure of the church because it's pure. Because if you're going to be orthodox, you have to say the church is God's body on earth. So that thing called the church wherever it is and we we can talk about that it has it tempers and it influences society and you're saying and i think i'm saying western society has been less tethered to that and yet it's tethered somehow so 
is it how is it tethered? How is it even connected to what we call ancient ancient Christianity? Or how about just call it Christianity? How is Western society even tethered when you have three hundred and fifty thousand million denominations? Okay. You've got an AI being built by atheists. Uh, like how is it tethered? Please okay, help me. Okay, listen. Okay, so so let me you're the historian. Yeah, yeah, you're you're the historian, so you're gonna have to fill in the the you know the blanks for me. I mean, I, I have the general. We'll do it by uh, art. It's do like, it by painting. Well, that's that's uh, that's 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 another thing. I mean, I'll probably I'll get into that. But but the thing is, is for example, we try we gripe against the Enlightenment, like we were talking, you know, earlier. I but, gripe a yeah, lot, a yeah, lot. Uh, right. But like the reality is that the Enlightenment is the fruit of a Christian uh, uh, critique of superstition. You could you could see the Enlightenment as partly being that, and also okay, that's one. You put that on the table, that's okay? That's uh, we gripe against individualism, but I would say that uh, individualism is, is the distortion of the value of the human person in Christianity. Um, we, uh, uh, you know, we gripe against scientism, which is goes along with the enlightenment thing, but like, you know, but you could say that our modern science comes partly from, uh, an, a, 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 an inquiry into natural phenomena that is not given to the superstitions of like, you know, magic and mm -hmm. things like that. And so God's creation being yeah God's creation value God's yeah. so terrible thing yeah. so or scientific inquiry let's call it that okay yeah the um, method like for example Rational. like our notion of historical development as compared to the pagan understanding of cyclical time our notion of you know a a a, a telos in history. That of course you get exaggerations of, of 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 interpreting that through a Hegelian kind of like you know uh, philosophy, but nevertheless, model. like the 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 notion of history having a purpose and or having a beginning, middle, or end, you know, and consequently the notion of progress, you could say is a distortion of a Christian, you know, understanding. Uh, so the value but you keep saying distortion. Yeah, exactly. But but Keep the going. thing is, the thing is that, uh, oh, finally, like another thing is the value of human freedom. And mm. and 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 so, um, a the critique of of I would say I would even come I would even say the the critique of 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 injustice, totalitarianism. Um. Um, the the and 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 basically the critique of brutality um, and the pursuit of justice. All these things are in Western civilization is stamped by a, the Christian influence. It's mm -hmm. it's like you can't you know I mean what we have is Western Western civilization is. By, by now is basically a distortion of what initially was the impress of Christian values. Is that what modernism is in art too? Like Kandinsky and these cats, these, I, these guys. Doing... I, 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 you see, I have a soft spot for, for, 
for modern painters, you know, and I try not to be dismissive completely about about what has transpired in the development of Western art. Uh, if because, people don't know, you're an iconography. I'll I'll put it in the intro, but yeah, you're a, you're an iconography of the church and quite a well known one. So. Is it all part and parcel the same? You're describing in art what's happened in jurisprudence, what's happened in, I don't know, in education. It's all these Christian ideas sort of turned into little mini monsters because They're they go off the rail. They're heresies, you could say, of, of, of Christian principles that have been uh, exaggerated. To the point of so what would you hold on to? Uh, what was that? Hold on to? What, so we, what would you hold on to among the distortions? How can we make a one union? One of the things, for example, for, for one clear example is uh, I value, for in, in, in our case here in the United States, the freedom that we have as Orthodox Christians to worship the way we want to without having mm. been constrained by a state. Uh, to to either conform to their stipulations of how to or not to, and or uh, to have to basically bow to the dictates uh, of a church and 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 state relationship that compromises my faith. And we like to romanticize what was taking place in the Byzantine Empire, but we also, but we know if we're honest that like a lot of the problems that arose in that situation was because the emperors wanted to get their way. They wanted to impose heresy, you know, and 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 in some cases, and 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 we 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 remember the the saintly emperors, <laughs> but we don't we don't we we and then we glorify this like it's sort of like. Uh, simplified mm. version of the Byzantine Empire to you know exclude from our narrative all the the you know the abuses of the dynamic that occurred between the church and state situation and so but here in secularity which we like to gripe about we have the blessing of being able to worship in freedom and so to me it's like it it, it it's like Sometimes we get carried away in our romantic notions of the past and we tend to want to, in a way, implement a new topic. We want, we, in our culture war, we inadvertently seem to be desiring to establish a kingdom on earth. And so what we have is this utopic desire to impose Christian values on everybody else because we're sick and tired of the liberals who are running around dictating their own agenda of whatever kind of, you know, distortion morally, economically, or whatever it is, or politically, whatever. And so then we, we fall into the trap of, like, actually engaging it's like fighting fire, fire with fire, <laughs> engaging in the dynamic via the same kind of politically inclined or 
the politic politicization of, of of orthodoxy or turning orthodoxy you remember into Chuck D? was that you remember Chuck D no but you remember Chuck D Chuck D the lead rapper in Public Enemy yes yes well what do you say haters thought hate now we're gang banging yeah yeah he so, was referring to slavery but you know he right. was referring to the idea that the 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 values of the slave master were inculcated in the slave and I got that, you. those are values of power and then yes. power and dominance and authority and those were inculcated and then applied within black culture and you're yeah. saying on some level we have to watch out not to take the culture war and the idea that one will reign over the other and then become become oppressive in that in other hey, words, the hater hey, taught hate. Now we're gang banging. We don't want to be gang banging. Exactly, you got it. That's that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, my fear is that sometimes, you know, I have I have to be honest. Conservative people just like to gripe. It's like you know, stop griping, man. It's like how many blessings do you have in this day and age that is the fruit of the imprint of Christianity on our Western civilization? That allows for the kind of 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 of, of uh, discourse, for my opinion to be able to be expressed, and your opinion to be able to be expressed, and for there to be debate, which is good, rather than a monolithic, you know, uh, you, you know, follow, follow, be the sheep, follow, follow the ideology, uh, be a good citizen. And in so doing, we will have like, you know, uh, heaven on earth. It's like, and can, so the, go ahead. Can culture exist in a state where the individual knows himself as free? Because isn't culture a common attentiveness to the highest things? That's I good, agree with you. Imposition, imposition of the highest things may or may not be good depending on how it's done maybe in other words is total freedom actually even a thing and is it good right i i i think uh that there we have to differentiate between two two notions one which is what we agree on as christians is that our ultimate freedom is union with god that's hmm. it's deification being deified is how we become our true selves. But that doesn't take away the, the specificity of our historic uh, individuality. You know, we, we, we become transfigured in our participation with the divine nature, but like that doesn't, that doesn't rob us from, you know, our, the memory of who, what we've experienced, who we are in the immediacy of our objective, historical predicament and so that's the that's the beauty of it you know so um, so you're not afraid of freedom no no i mean i am afraid of freedom insofar as i'm i'm afraid of of of, of foregoing the attachment that i have towards my passions and so uh, while my heart desires the divine union with god part of me I, I, there is a battle within me. Part of me wants to just cling to my earthly passions. And so there is a fear of ultimate freedom because ultimate freedom 
means to be in conformity to the will of God. And that means that I have to forego my own self-will. See, so which that, so that ties, seems personal. Right. Yeah, that's that a person. Yes. You're talking about levels and layers because what you're saying you're afraid of is that doesn't apply in the same way to culture and to the layers of society outside of your own soul. Is that, is that, it, it feels like one it, thing. It, it doesn't, does it, it doesn't. Does it just scale up? It, it doesn't, it no. doesn't. But I, that, this leads me to the other, the, the other notion of freedom. I, I, forgive me. Yeah. You yeah. Know, no problem. This leads me to the other notion of freedom because the, the, the secular uh, notion of freedom is you do whatever you want. You could, you could, choose to do whatever you want and doing whatever you want, whatever brings gratification, then yeah. it's, 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 that's the measure of your freedom. But that's not, that's that not, be. but, but then, but then there is. That can't create culture. That can't create culture. Okay. Please. That's that another can't. question, which we will get into the, the definition of culture, but like, because it's, it's a very important one, but like, but there is a, a connection between what I just described, which, as you rightly pointed out, is a personal conversion struggle, an inner, mm. you know, uh, dynamic of cooperation with God. Okay, mm. and and the 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 secular do what thou wilt, and you know, to put it in the most crass level, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. That's like Aleister Crowley's like religion, right? Dilemma. Right. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's the satanic like notion of freedom. Right. So. Uh, <clears throat> but the reality yeah, right. is that both of these are you're we're capable of engaging in either one of these things. They're predicated on one mystery. And that is being created in the image of God, which mm. entails our freedom of will. You see. And I think I think one of the one of the things that we have to remember is that while it is completely distorted in a secular society, the the call for freedom or whatever, it is nevertheless there is a kernel of truth in it. Insofar as the Lord has from the very beginning given us freedom of will, and he has never trampled on it and when he came to reveal himself and become in, in, be, when he became incarnate he invited us he did not impose himself on us hmm. and so you could say that while yes it is distorted and yes it is it is a a a uh, it's individualistic subjectivist or whatever however you want to call it Hedonist. It, hedonistic, exactly. Nevertheless, we cannot forget that while we do not condone that misuse of human freedom of will, we cannot presume to somehow trample on that freedom of will via a pietistic desire to impose our own human values on everybody else via an ideological, prison. like a, a making of orthodoxy and ideology, a political ideology. And the, 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 so the folks out there, folks out there who are listening, 
I, I, I just trampled on your free will mm. by stepping on your words. But most of you will know, but if people are out there going like, why are all these guys always talking about Dostoevsky? Okay, right here in the middle of this conversation, which is very cool, is the Grand Inquisitor's question. And so if you're wondering what this is, go read Dostoevsky if you haven't done it. Grand Inquisitor out of the Brothers Karamazov. And that's what we're into right now. And so my only thing is, though, Father, I get what you're saying. You let it roll out. People are free. Their will will take them into things that will should reveal to them their their own wrongs and their sins. And that revelation is how God works. I'm like in total agreement with that. I'm total agreement with that. Is there no action then? Is there no imposition? Is that the freedom? Is that what saintliness looks like then? Is simply, well, what do you, is the action prayer? What well, happens next? But, but the thing is that I think, I think this is a, uh, we're in the realm of principles, but we, we you're calling us back to the realm of application, and mm. and I would say that 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 I think uh, that's where the, the the rubber hits the road in a way because there is never going to be a simple answer to that question because the answer will always be an ambiguous answer. It's like, for example, like uh, like. Um, you know, war is 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 is, of course, an evil that we don't want to see ever happen, but inevitably it happens. And so then, what am I supposed to do as a citizen? Am I supposed to just like not like protect my my family, <laughs> or you know what I'm saying, or, or protect my country? What does it mean, like, for, you know, so? So there is a question of of, 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 of of justice, of like, how do we engage in a way with society in which while we maintain Christian principles, we uh, do not create chaos or do not like forego a, 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 an attempt to, to implement some kind of order that is just, that is, that is humane. And that it is um, abiding by the principle of loving your neighbor as yourself. And so that sometimes means that you will have to inflict some degree of punishment in order for there to be some orderly uh, dibbing out of justice. But the, the danger is when we want to turn justice into vengeance. Or when we forego a, a, a sincere critique of our own country. Uh, when it engages in war, because we think we are righteous in everything our country does, and we are willing to say, "Call it out for what for the evil that our country does." Mm. Which you is, know what I'm saying? Which, and so, yeah, it does apply to the person. It's the same for a human soul. Is before yes. they go around pointing out everyone. Yeah, it it does scale down in that sense and scale up. I get it. Yeah. But the thing is that different people are called to do different things. And so I, I, I think that there is a, a role for Christians who have like a, um, a gift for political uh, engagement 
to engage in political discourse in order to promote Christian values, but they have to be careful as to how they engage in those in those in those uh, in those uh, debates, because as I said before, there is a tendency, for example, in some sectors, of wanting to go back to like ultimately totalitarian political systems. Like they think, well, if we just go back to a monarchy that is autocratic then we all the problems that we have in the decadence of, of our you know of western civilization will go away which is a, a, a simplistic romanticism and, and they forget about all the abuses that comes out of that um, and I, i'm not i'm not speaking in the abstract because i know of uh, you know of of traditionalist groups that like you know that have that kind of like you know uh, sure. you know simplistic ideology okay but you're a you're a monk living in a monastery so like what do you think of the amish when you see the amish not, they're I mean, engaging i, I think in they're somebody. good people uh, you know i'm not gonna judge them or criticize them because they, they you know they, they they i mean you cannot you cannot well um, they're sort of giving a stiff arm they're sort of deciding not to participate in some way because right. they've they've judged modernity as something like not worth mingling with. But I, I think uh, I think they 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 I don't think that they're as monolithic in their attitude. Meaning that like True. they they're True. they gauge they gauge how a specific technological development has an effect on their community. And like you guys in the monastery, same. Similar. Yeah, but we're not we're not nearly like that like you know inimical towards like technological. I mean, I'm using it in terms of I mean, you know I what I'm saying. In, but then, in then terms it, strict choices. Yeah. yeah, and you can't really you know compare these groups with Orthodox monasticism because they arose in a completely different historical context, and their doctrine of community is 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 not really what. The, the monk has in, in mind as, as, as monasticism relates to the church at large. And, you know, it's, it's theology is completely different. And so, so then, okay. So, so then, but what, I, what I would say is that I, I, I am not and more, you should have asked what you think about the, uh, the, the, the Benedict option. That's, that's what you yeah. should have asked. Well, I but was, you probably yeah, didn't want to ask it that way because that. it would have been a little bit too dicey, but the thing Let's is that, do it. Well, Dice the thing is, like, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it because it's like, you know, it's like the church has given us two, two, two ways. I mean, one is monasticism, and the other one is you work out your salvation via a family, uh, and and of course, I'm not, I'm not saying that to, 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 uh, to become to 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 appear to be invidious of like people who happen to just basically be in a predicament where they're single and they they're not cut out for monasticism or a family life that's that's a completely different you know that's that's a different predicament that you can't judge so but i'm just saying in general terms you know and so to to create sort of like a commune alternative within orthodoxy to me is is comical because um because um, we have seen what what comes out of communes in the '60s and '70s, you know what I'm saying. So it's like the fact that you know there are Christians that attempt the project 
is not going to necessarily make it any different per se. Who knows? You could give it a little bit longer of like a lifespan, but eventually it'll it'll disintegrate. It's not the answer to the problem of, of how uh, church engages with culture. And here we go back to the whole question of culture. What do we mean by culture? And why don't you tell me what you mean by culture? Right. <laughs> well, before I do that, you're reminding me of, again, a phrase from the, the Supra, from the KP table in Georgia, which is the table is a symbol of order. The Tamada invites eternal toasts or logos or words, and everyone is attentive. But they always have this toast to sort of the outside, things outside of the table, because there's this recognition that the things outside, they bear a type of chaos. They're chaotic. They're outside of the known world, which is that table, which is the, the known toast given by the figure of the priest, the Tamada. And so they always toast in the outside, the chaos, because the chaos needs the order, the table, as much as the table needs the chaos. In other words, there should be an integration between, between let's just, a Christian, whatever flavor, let's say an Orthodox Christian, and there should be an integration into the outside. Otherwise, it becomes too ordered. It becomes too stiff. The soul becomes too stiff. And in some ways, the 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 community becomes too stiff. I happen to agree with you. I'm not inclined toward the Benedict option. Um, one is, is because I think that culture is wrought from relationship. In other words, you have to struggle into the world in order to create beautiful relationships because the relationships that are best are those that are forged through, through difficulty, like, like man and wife, like best friends for life. Those cats really went through a lot. And I feel like when people are doing that, they're actually building on something common, communal, right? Communitarian, and that allows for the birth of culture. And culture here is just shared, uh, shared highest values manifest in food, clothing. So I think culture demands integration and relationship, and I'm not afraid. I would much rather live in a city than with five Orthodox guys on a mountain. Yeah. Even if the city is filled with right. heterodox. For right. my own soul. Not because I prefer the mountains. I just know myself as better as moving forward in that as opposed to stultification. Now, it could just be an excuse. I don't know. No, I think but I think one of the things on that uh, I think uh, what you bring up about this question also has to do with temperament. I mean, like, uh, you know, one, one of the reasons, like, monasticism is a voluntary thing. It's like, uh, you know, and not everybody, like, is cut out for it and because they're not called for it, just like not everybody's called out to be married. You know, but, you know, but there is room for different vocations within the church for, you know, a personal temperament to, to flourish and to, 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 you know, to have a direction in how they work out their salvation. Mm -hmm. And I think to, to create an artificial kind of like uh, communality that is alternative to what the church already offers as its own community, okay, of the faithful. 
and to sort of like create a pseudo monastic alternative. Um, that's what I would call it for now, but you know, um, well, I get, I get know, suspicious of the lack yeah. of hierarchy in that situation. Who's right. doing and, and, and also, what, with whom, how? And also, like you're saying, the, the ossification of the need for the porosity for there to exist for socialization. For, for example, children that are born in a situation like that, they're not going to be exposed mm-hmm. to the realities of, of the challenges of living in a society that is diverse and complex and that actually brings the opportunity for you to actually engage in working out your salvation in a way where it addresses your own passions in a way that is like real is not in a synthetic bubble that you create in order to to guard against ultimately things that you cannot guard against because ultimately you cannot guard against the world that is ultimately your passions you like St. Macarius says, your heart is both, you know, a abyss that is, there are dragons there and there are angels, you know, and so, and St. Isaac the Syrian says that the world is the passions. And so you cannot somehow create walls that prevent you from dealing with the reality of ultimately the cultural uh, tensions that exist in secularity because these tensions are only a a in a in a, a, a concretization of the human heart mm-hmm. and so getting back to the whole question of culture i think uh what we have is culture already we might not like it it might be fragmentary which i agree it isn't yeah. fragmentary it is ugly in a lot of ways. It does not. It might not express our own values as Christians. Uh, but nevertheless, it All is. Right, I challenge you. Right, it is. Challenge it, nevertheless, it is a culture. It is a. It's, a, is it's it? a cultural. It's, it's the culture of secularity. It's a culture of of, of consumerism. It's a culture Diffusion. of globalism. It's 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 the the, some people call it liquid modernity. You know, it's like like you you know you say diffusion. You know, it's like you know it's like. So it's, but it's still nevertheless, because culture to me, okay, it's basically the embodiment of the, uh, what is upheld by a given people, a given society. I know, and but we, you we manifest those What's things. The American culture, what is it? Is it Burger yeah. King, uh, pop music, uh, is it you know? Consumption? It is consumption. Yeah, yeah, consumption. Yes, neoliberalism. You know, like all these various things. You know, like individualism. Like that. I'm saying we don't, we don't, we don't uphold that as part of our culture, right? As Christians. But 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 it's still part of the overall large, you know, manifestation of what this whole society is basically. Uh, embodying and and manifesting as part of his values. Okay, as a history guy who studied history, master's degree, whatever, this is what I'd say. Yeah, the thing you're describing, there is a sort of set of neoliberal, I will call them postmodern principles, but the fundamental principle works against the notion of culture. And the fundamental principle is is nihil, which is 
that at the my ability to find my life is without meaning is okay and fine. And as that takes over, I would argue that in history, you see that the culture dies, whatever that thing was that was defined, it can't survive. And so, yeah, okay, I'll give you liquid modernity. And I'll give you like, whatever punk not punk culture but i'll give you don't um, don't don't go too hard on the punk rock man i know the punks are right i'm 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 cool with that no i'm cool i I think it's the opposite actually of punk punk culture is 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 trying to get out of liquid it's in a way is a critique of the disingenuous you know middle class you know hypocritical culture but but it also has a nihilism in it too so it's like you know it's it's both and but I think, yeah, I agree with you. I don't disagree with you, John. I mean, but but I think, um, but I think it's it's it's. Um, well, you could say that we we you know some people have called it like we are in a time of decline. Is the decline of a of a civilization basically? Do you bemoan that you're a freedom lover? Let me ask you. I don't. Like- I don't bemoan it because my my kingdom is not of this world, like the Lord says, and we we are as pilgrims in this land. And so, in in a way, I bemoan the unfortunate predicament that souls find themselves in this situation of 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 not having like faith and or not finding meaning in the in the beautiful cosmos that the Lord has given us, and are not having. Um, access or have having themselves being cut off or like being confused in a situation where like they they're muddled in their heart to the point where they seem not to have hope or they Mm. enter into despair or and and you know and and so so yes I, i of course that 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 is something to be concerned about but in terms of 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 culture as a thing in itself, culture shifts, changes, transforms. It could be transfigured. It could, you know, it, it, it is a it is an ongoing project of human creativity. Do and you so, get accused? Do you get accused? I've accused you. Do you get accused of not being fearful? That's not the right word. Of not being suspicious enough of say the modern things, especially the modern theologies? Like, are you properly nervous about the Catholic Pope? I don't, I don't, you see, I take it for granted in a way, maybe in a naive way, that modernity is what it is. It is the complexity of multiplicity of beliefs, a, a, a you know, it's relativistic primarily, and it's, it's, it values individualism. It is uh, it by now due due to the I would I would say the helpful critique of postmodernism it like the 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 claims of objectivity and positivism and all that stuff have have waned to some degree. Nevertheless, there is still a, a lot of in popular minds. There's a lot of like you know. Is of a scientific kind of like orientation that is still prevails. You know what I'm saying? Although it has been critiqued by some aspects of postmodernism, you know, but, 
Um, yes, I mean, I'm, I'm not unaware of all that and I don't agree with it, you know, but at the same time to me, it's like, why but, should I be surprised about it? I mean, it's like, it's like by definition, like Christianity is always going to be a force of critique. It is always going to be it, it, like in a way, not what everybody will embrace. And so by, it, def yeah, it by definition, be, yeah. you know, and so, and so, <clears throat> And so to, to claim that there was ever a time when that existed is to me uh, farcical. And do you, uh, hate my, do you hate my podcast? No, of course I don't, because it serves a specific purpose, which is what I'm, I just mentioned, which is the critique component, which is what like that. That is what that, that is the the one of the cultural values of Christianity which is to basically become, you know, what's the funny thing, uh, you know, I'm sure you've said, you've heard the saying of the, you know, the pastor, when he goes up to preach, he, he is, he comfort the, the, the despairing and to uh, dis, uh, bring discomfort to, to those who are too comfortable. You know Proud. what I'm saying? Right, yeah. Right. So, so that's what we are meant to do. I mean, I think so, that's, that make that's helpful. Yeah, God so, willing, that's what's um, and so, but I think um, you know, in, in 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 getting back to the whole art question that you mentioned before, like I I tend to find it. I have been at times extremely critical of 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 modern art. You know, uh, as I, I I should be, uh, and as you know. Um, there is a place for that. Um, <clears throat> um, but at the same time, I think uh, it could go overboard where uh, when um, we basically create a, um, as I said before, a formulaic narrative of inter uh, that claims to be definitive in the um, interpretation of what has occurred in modernity when it comes to art. And so then what we do is what, what we, we create system is, or a formula that is primarily from a conservative perspective is what tends to happen is the imposition of a liturgical art paradigm to a secular art paradigm. Mm -hmm. And by definition, everything will be, of course, it will appear monstrous according to the liturgical paradigm. It will always lack. It will always be a failure. It will always be ugly. It will. It's like so. What's the point of doing something like that? It's like, that's because of freedom, right? That's because of freedom. It's because the liturgical paradigm is is ground in freedom. In other words, Christ invites freely. The liturgy is offered freely. The icons are painted freely. And if you start to impose all that. On right. secularism, literally by definition, right. you're rolling like the secularists at that right. point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't. You know. I don't. I, I. I have, in more recent years, become more reticent towards being excessively critical. And what I tend to do now is to just judge in a case by case basis. There is the general, the general uh, um, features, so to speak, of of what has taken place due to historical circumstances. People, you know, mm. emphasize different things. I mean, you know, 
I don't know what what gave rise to modernity. I, different people have different in, interpretations. I mean, uh, one of the things is the rise of the middle class, okay, and 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 the tensions between you know the middle class and the aristocracy, and then the revolutionary consequences of that. That uh, you know, then the, the the industrial revolution is another thing, okay. Uh, you know, uh, and the 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 another component you could say is the in the wake of scholasticism, nominalism, and the the you know basically philosophical systems that became divorced from you know from from a theological understanding of reality, and so then the the, the autonomy of philosophical inquiry, all that tied in together along with other you know yep. ingredients. I'm down. You know, uh, other ingredients in the batch, uh, technology, you know, techno the industrial revolution, and all this basically created the perfect formula to 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 that led to the exaggeration or distortion and the heretical the heretical doctrines that gave rise to modernity, and <clears throat> along with that, you know, romanticism as a critique of an enlightenment, and then you see. Uh, you know, uh, a, a a play that goes on in modernity mm -hmm. between like the uh, the questioning of uh, excessive rationalism uh, and and with the the call for the individualistic, you know, the value of the of the yeah. of the person and the imagination, I, and that gets that gets played out in the development of modern I, art. I think I think you're being generous. I think that that modernism like you said um the object objectivists that's Ayn Rand those cats but also positivism I just think that modernity as a scientific materialistic atheistic movement it has played it has caused many 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 problems and that's sort of what our podcast yeah. is about yeah and I would say that within that Enlightenment time frame, there's some interplay back and forth. You see the utopian movements in Protestantism in the mm -hmm. 1800s, right? But I would say that what we're in for now, what's coming now, is a giant reckoning as per all that positive. That I, I don't, I don't, I don't, and, yeah. I don't deny I don't, that. I'm not I, like, yeah. I don't. I'm not, and I don't know how to play with it within that. I'm not right. going to the, you know, I'm not going to the the Benedict, the Benedict option. I, what I'm trying right. to say though is, is, you should expect some chaos. <laughs> right, right, no, no, I don't, I don't deny the prospect of that being the case. But I don't, I the same by the same token, I don't deny the pendulum swinging back into some kind of order because you get ebb and flows. And whenever people say, you know, it's, 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 it's the apocalypse, then, you know, the, the Messiah doesn't return. How many times have we seen that with, like, the, the Protestant sects? You know, when they're I think like, you're going to see pockets. You know? I, I think you're going to see pockets. I think Samuel Huntington, who wrote about this and then was just excoriated in, in, on the East Coast and all the academic, he was, a, uh, he was a theorist, political theorist. He wrote that there's basically, there, there's like seven cultures that exist. And each one sort of operates on its own. They're mostly the Hindu culture, the Christian culture. And each culture sort of, I think, is about to... I think this is what we're facing right now is, is that the world's going to break apart. And then depending on where you are, what you're saying will play out. It'll be 
a more chaotic type of culture. And then there'll be a really, really controlling culture. And then there'll be one over here that's trying to find something in the middle. And they'll be at war, generally. Right. And yeah. I think you're seeing that happen. I Who knows if that's true? But this makes sense to me historically. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, that makes perfect sense. And I don't think that uh, we as Christians should be freaked out about that. I mean, I think I think sometimes we get a little bit overboard about it. You know, was that? 100%. You know? And, uh, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. I, but I think there's a force that's trying to quell all of what I just described, if it's true. I think there's a force, and that's the globalist force, which I do think among all the forces has the most colonial, controlling, and I would call it despotic inclinations, and that is a common culture for the whole world. You know what's funny and about that statement? Those... Yeah, I want to hear. I've been reading the, the Maccabees, okay? Uh, and, and when you describe that, the, 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 you know, the global, despotic, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm -hmm. thinking of the Roman mm -hmm. Empire, man. I'm thinking about like, you know, uh, how the Roman Empire wanted to subsume the Jews into their own, you know, or, you know, or the Greeks. So like, you know, the after after the, the, the fall of, 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 of Alexander yeah. the Great and then eventually like the five the five rulers, you know, that that reign over. Yeah. yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and so and so then, you know, and then eventually the Roman Empire. But like you see in the book of the Maccabees, like this whole trajectory of history of like this world empire which is sort of like in that ancient culture, like a globalism, so to speak, attempting sure. to subsume other local cultures into its own, into its own ideology, well, its own political system and, and uh, notion of, of, of the sacred. And the irony is that, that of course, was that, oh, go ahead. But the irony about that is that um, our, our contemporary situation is 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 has a, is parallels with that in a different way is 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 i would say that our globalism uh at, although some people might not agree it, you could say is more humane because of the imprint of christianity that has been like you know what i'm saying that you know and and That's, so that so is i find it i find it i find it ironic that like then people who are traditionalists uh, and I would say pseudo traditionalist because you got to make a distinction between holy tradition, which is the church's, you know, teaching, mm -hmm. and then pseudo traditionalism, which is basically a political attempt to yeah, basically impose sure. a, a a a romantic notion of the past. Okay, and so so this traditionalist mentalities, like basically, they think that like oh, whether it is medieval culture or this like. The, the pagan past that had more of a notion of the sacred, you know, and, and so and then they whitewash like all the wrinkles of, of all that took place in these civilizations. And, 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 and we forget that it was extremely brutal and it was extremely like, you know, it, the human the human person did not. I mean, it did not factor if you were a slave. You were you were completely owned by your master, and if your master said, "I want to get rid of you," I get rid of you, you know. And so it's like, who are we kidding? And so, so, so they want they want a past that is more cruel than the globalism that we have now. 
So, so I'm not saying that to excuse the globalism that we have now. And it's like, as you said, the colonialism and all the injustices that is by default, like introduces into the dynamic of, 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 of global political struggles and whatnot. And then the unfortunate like plight of people on the ground that get subsumed in it and they, then they suffer the consequences. It feels like you're just, I don't know. When I read Orthodox history or Christian history in the in the East, it feels like you're saying what most of the the good guys say, which is calm down. Culture shifts. <laughs> Culture happens. Shifts happen. Uh, Orthodoxy is not of this world. It will inform the world to the degree that your heart is informed <laughs> and your soul. And so, uh, let's move on. I like that. I like that now. Our next talk, because I got a roll, but our next talk should probably be something. There are heterodox, though, that import something like a lot of this language into the conversation about what who Christ is and what Christianity is and what the church is. They form a certain kind of challenge, these heterodox, because often they're very aligned with what's you might call secular, I might call globalist, modernist. And I'm just, I'm dying to hear what you have to say about that. I can't take it on right now, though. I got to literally got to go. All right, man. So I, I think you uh, want to, you want to do that. You no, want to take no, that on. I, just, I think, I think all of, we touched on a lot of different things that I think uh, uh, eventually they need to be clarified to some degree. Uh, and this is, a this is my more. friend. This is you. But, I've never left a conversation with you. It could be on a bus in Harlem, me and you hanging out, where I we didn't leave with you saying, yo, we got to clarify that. That's not quite there yet. And I love that. You're going to be, I'm going to be over your grave, and you're going to be like, hold on. I got to clarify this. So, All right. We'll make it another day. This was good. This was a question about freedom and what things from the West do we retain? It's hot. It's hot right, stuff. Man. Great talking to you, man. As always. Well, that guy, he never wants for the big ideas. He is always driving those big ideas. Father Silouan Justiniano, dear friend of mine, and a painter extraordinaire, joined us on Watar to talk about modernity. www.first-things.org that's where you find ways to become a donor and then join us for regular monthly conversations. But most of all, join us for some really cool discounts on travel and all kinds of other things at First Things and help people. <laughs> we spend money responsibly. I can show you the numbers. People go and spend two years and do things that are difficult and they meet people who are beautiful, who have great ideas and we help them build their best projects in some of the world's most impoverished places come with us join us but most of all consider a small donation each month to first things foundation www.first-things.org until next time peace out